Hey, it's Kathleen Burns Kingsbury, and I'm here today with Breaking Money Silence, a segment aimed at empowering you to talk more openly and honestly about personal finance with your loved ones. This week, I want to talk to you about buying a house. It's a big purchase, and, you know, all of us can find it really challenging, especially given the economy. While many, many people wait until they're in a committed relationship to purchase a home, it's an interesting fact that 24% of home buyers in the United States are single. And 17% of these buyers are single women. Only 7% are single men. I find that a really interesting statistic because the idea of buying single is not often talked about. Not to mention that over twice as many women than men are not waiting for marriage to make this purchase. So I want to talk about that. I want to dive right in and break money silence on this topic. So here are my thoughts. Why do you think so many women are buying homes solo? Could it be that these women witness their mothers being financially dependent on their fathers, only to end up divorced and struggling? Or maybe it's because women's economic power is on the rise, and now it's more socially acceptable for women to accumulate wealth and real estate on their own before marriage. Or maybe, and I kind of like this reason, or maybe it's that more men are feminists and comfortable with having girlfriends who own their own homes. What do you think? Whatever the reason, I think it's a sign of the times. Everyone is less caught up in adhering to traditional gender roles, so why not buy a house on your own? It also makes me think back to how far our society has come. Because when I grew up, we used to joke and say, a spouse comes with a house. In other words, you don't need to save and buy a house yourself. It's a man's job to provide shelter for his bride. Oh, I cringe when I say that now. But truth be told, I totally bought into that money myth in my early 20s, as did many of my girlfriends. I never even considered buying a house when I was single, even though I made a decent living. Which was too bad, because when I met my husband, he had debt and a bad credit rating. Hey, he had other redeeming qualities, and still does, but financial fitness at the time was certainly not one of them. The money myth a spouse comes with a house also negatively hurts men. I have heard my male friends and relatives jokingly say things like, boy, if I marry rich, I won't have to worry about money. Or my girlfriend has a high-powered job, so she can buy the house. For anyone, overly relying on someone to provide a house or making money decisions for you is not a great strategy. If the relationship ends, you might end up worse off than when you started. My husband and I, in fact, were forced to break money silence in our relationship when we tried to buy our first home. It turned out that his bad credit rating and buying a home together was impossible. The idea of purchasing a home myself came up, but after many, many, many money conversations, we decided to wait until we were married. He improved his credit rating, so then we could buy a house and share that financial responsibility together. Buying a home is a financial transaction. It's also a really personal decision. So I encourage you to break money silence with those around you and learn from their experience. Ask your parents, a friend, a trusted financial planner lots of questions. Don't know how to start the conversation? Simply begin by asking this one question. What is the one thing that you wish you knew before buying a home that would have made this process easier? Then listen and learn. Eventually, you'll have enough information to decide what's right for you, to buy a home single, to wait to marriage, or to forgo homeownership altogether. For more Money Talk tips, check out BreakingMoneySilence.com. I'm Kathleen Burns Kingsbury, reminding you, if you have a financial question, don't keep it a secret. Break Money Silence.